You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Mattern. The only limitation is no limitation. What up, my people? Lust for Life. Bam, bam. We're up in here, baby. America's number one podcast. Voted on by Canadians. That's why you know it's official. All right? Eight weeks in a row, we've uh, been the number one. I think it's beyond eight weeks, but I'm not good at math if it's not gambling because I'm from Vegas. Everyone knows that, baby. And the currency rate with Canada these days, who knows how many. With that, (laughs) oh, who gives a shit anymore? It's too much. With me, of course, is my right hand. The man, the myth, the legend, Benji Suswan, a.k.a. Ace Sweet, 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 Sweet Wine. There's Thank nicknames here. Yeah, just hope you, you figure it out. I mean, this is very intense. You're probably going to leave with one, just so you know. That should be, we should make sure no one leaves without a nickname. Without a nickname. Perfect timing. Walking in, our third Mike, making his third appearance. A lot of threes going on. Johnny Laster. There it let is, him, baby. Let him, let him settle in. We're going to let him settle in, but we're giving the big intro, baby. But he can't even respond. You can say whatever you want, John. You could yell. Please. All right, so we have an interesting episode. Let's set this all up right now. Um, we have a lovely actress who's going to be our guest, and she also, there's a very unique thing she does. She is a Marilyn Monroe impersonator, and I believe she can pay her bills doing that, and I find that very fascinating. That's something we're going to dive into the impersonating game. I'm, I'm, game. I am fascinated with that. The game, baby. The underground world of the, impersonating. <laughs> the first world, the first rule of impersonating is you don't talk about impersonating. <laughs> it's like the Michael. second rule, same thing, baby. Same thing. Uh, I'm obsessed with impersonators and cover bands. I think the, it's the fascinating thing. We might have to get a cover band in here too. Hopefully a Van Halen one or a Kiss one. A Kiss one because I want them in makeup, shooting blood, yeah, that's and good. burning the records by lighting shit off. Why not, baby? How many times you live? Uno. It's true. Uno. Johnny's up in the house. What a playboy. Yes, what's happening? Uh, sorry I'm late, man. What happened, baby? A lot of traffic on the train platform. On the train platform? <laughs> a lot of traffic. People so. were blocking you? What's going on? People blocking me. I'm trying to get on the train, man, and uh, and ended up missing two trains. Wild night. That's what happened, man. But, a uh, wild sorry, night. Brave, yeah. You make it sound like people were blocking you. Yeah, man, but I'm happy to be here, man. <laughs> like, we don't want that laster on time. I know he's been studying about Marilyn Monroe. They we can't handle this. That's what I was doing this morning, <laughs> believe it or not. I really was doing my... Really? Yeah, you know they did a Marilyn Monroe joint on bio, on the bio channel. I feel like they do a new yes, one on right? her on bio every six minutes. <laughs> yeah, so I was watching that and okay. got out. Yeah, I was caught up on the Marilyn Monroe. I probably thing. need some some educating. I feel like I feel like I, you guys would know a lot more about me. So. Well, I think this dude might take the point, and it's all good. Let me say this: Marilyn Monroe. Who do you think has the most documentaries all time? I think Marilyn. They come up with a new one or a new slant on her. Hitler once a year. Hitler. What's well, <laughs> it's that? I know, you don't really want to hear Hitler right after Marilyn Monroe. You like Hitler's get this great. Got a lot of documentaries. A lot of, just pure documentaries. Yeah, for sure. Hitler's up there. Okay, let's say with non-war newsworthy politician. <laughs> right. Let's Jeez, go strictly entertainment. Yes. then <laughs> strictly entertainment. Let's go strictly entertainment. What if I keep making it more specific? Let's go sp- specifically uh, entertainment, blonde think, hair, blue-eyed, yeah. and fuck Joe DiMaggio. Well, let's I, get specific I, I, to that. I, I, think, I think any time, right, any time that you die an untimely death, mm-hmm. the documentaries get to swarm because oh, yeah. people yes. are like, how did that happen? You yes. know what I'm saying? Like this person was on, to everyone else, it looks like they were living the, the Vita Loca. So it's it's fascinating that this person could chip out, Not right? Not to change the subject too much, but I was just reading an article, Brittany Murphy, mm-hmm. they think possibly was murdered and not overdose. Wow. Who's murdering Brittany un- Murphy? Untimely death. Like uh, an old lover? And her uh, husband. They both died. Oh, that's right. Right. They said it was so, an overdose, and now they're saying it could have been like rat play, found like rat poison in her. Anytime there's a freak death like that, the documentaries get to flying. It's so true. I, <laughs> I think the most documentaries have been on uh, Area 51. Uh, well, oh, that's, that's once true. again not a celebrity, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Myst- but you know what? You know what it is? It's the mystery. Anytime there's a mystery, 
documentaries that's get true. to fly. Well, that's yes, true. conspiracy but, theories. Well, we just did an episode of that. Well, here, I, I'm going to trump everyone. You have nothing. Bigfoot. Bigfoot, <laughs> yes. Animal Planet has slowly just. The Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. But, but got nothing on Bigfoot. Nothing on Bigfoot. King Kong ain't got nothing on Denzel, and Bigfoot is, yeah. is just tearing it up. Animal Planet now doesn't even show you, like, giraffes humping anymore. No more real animals. Everything is Bigfoot. Like, a marathon, a big... Have we run out of real animals? They've, they're Apparently. not finding new things in the ocean? Apparently. We have to We're watch... done with this planet. Finding Bigfoot. Uh, we want some fucking Avatar Pandora stuff happening right now. I guess I so. Like. Think about how adventurous life is, but we're still so bored. Yeah. That we need, we need this stuff. And we're, we we found all the cool stuff, I feel like. If now it's going to be like, it's a new frog. We're like, yeah, we get it. Tongue, it jumps. So who do we, we've had frogs already. Yeah, I mean, that's boring. <laughs> oh, and we found a new species. I love when they hype it up. Like, there's a new species they found right. in the ocean. What is it? It's another, it's, 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 a, it's a swordfish with a nose that's half an inch right. down compared to the rest. That's a swordfish yeah, to me. But, I don't give a shit. Wasting my time. I want something but that's to be they, like red with like wings under the water that flies and shoots fire out. And Basically, then it's I want more, to remember And then kids. it's more interesting to watch the Marilyn Monroe right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we get back to the damn that's Marilyn. True. You know, you know what? True. Let's cut another Marilyn Monroe because I don't want to see that fish. Let's cut another Marilyn Monroe episode. Where's Bigfoot this right. week? You know? I'd say the only one that competes with Marilyn. Jimi Hendrix has nine Jimmy. million documentaries. Untimely Death. Yep. Untimely. Every time. But how right? much new stuff are we... Like, there's a new one on PBS, and I love those American Masters on PBS. Like, Jelsey the Carson one, or the Mel Brooks, but they're, or the Woody Allen. They're mind-blowing. But anytime you die untimely, there's sure. always somebody who can slide in and say, oh, we forgot this person was there. Because you never really know <laughs> who else, right? Because he died untimely. So right. there's always some motherfucker that was like, yo... I brought him that second bag of coke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, you can't wait because you can't go back and ask right, this guy. Exactly. You can't say, hey, Farley, did this guy bring you another bag? Nobody can verify it. Right. Yeah, so there's always some guy who can slide in on the story like, yo, I know that he had them bags of powder, but let me tell you about the needles that how I many, brought him. How many people have gotten like careers years later claiming to know famous people who died? Because- like, as long as you're somewhere in the vicinity. No, there would be no Cato Kalins and all of those people. I'm saying even crazier. Like, I'm saying now, like, what you're saying is a guy with the second bag of Coke. I don't think that's that's implausible that someone just makes up shit now. It's like, oh, like we just years saw later. That. Oh, I was Janice Joplin. They just did that uh, on 60 Minutes with Benghazi. Coach. A guy just flat yeah. out made up a story and ended up on 60 Minutes. Yeah, talking about, yeah, I jumped over the wall. I got into the hand to hand. I was gang banging in there. Really? <laughs> What? And you made it to 60 Minutes? So yeah, you can just right. make up shit. What's with 60 Minutes getting fooled? Haven't they been fooled a lot in the last five years? 60 Minutes is being pressured by Fox. Since Ed Bradley died, their shit has gotten sloppy. Well, I think that they've been That's taking right. pressure. That's right, Ed Bradley and sloppy. That's what I'm saying. I think I they've been taking myself. pressure from angry white people. From what people? Angry white people. Well, they, I, they ruin a they've lot been of been things. Taking, they've been taking fire saying, hey, you guys love this guy too much, Obama. You know what I mean? You guys got to do some dirty stories that are not so pro-Obama. I think that's what they, they were feeling the heat. So they were like, yo, here's an opportunity. Let's put this clown on who said he jumped the wall by his right. with his bare hands and started banging in the middle of a terrorist attack. Right. Really, motherfucker? Wow. That's really what the story was? Really? Yeah, we need to send him to Chicago right. to break up the gang violence because right. this nigga's incredible. <laughs> this nigga's a, a real live G.I. Joe. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. He, he just jumped the wall into the Benghazi and right. caught on fire and then put him he waited, he waited a year. He waited a year before he uh, right. And, and wait a minute, wait a minute. He waited a year and right before his book release. Right. No. Yes. Wait book. a minute. They pulled his book. You know that. Oh, it's uh, it's done. Hell I didn't yeah. even know this guy existed. Oh, till now. Yeah. Exactly. Till he exactly. fucking lied on sixty minutes. I don't mess with the news too much. I know I host a show and I should be immersing with it. No, you don't. I wake up, I get ESPN, Rolling Stone, Grantland. Then you're, I'm out, baby. You're, you're Facebook. A, you're a star, bro. You ain't got time for that shit. That's my job. Do the research. <laughs> Where were you? Find out what's popping out here, baby. Where were you when I was 10? <laughs> I would have been good at Little League if John would have been in my life. You're a star, kid. <laughs> you're a star, kid. It's unbelievable. Um, and First of all, um, Good to have this. This is a good lineup, the three of us. It's always rocking. We're always about to great. bring on Erica, actress, Marilyn Monroe impersonator, 
Uh, it's going to get exciting. We have big bright lights that I've never seen in the studio before, and we're all squinting now. Someone here squints to look hot. She yeah. admitted that before you got here, Johnny. She doesn't squint to see or to hide from the light. Well, what I was going to look is, hot. you know when you catch someone looking at themselves in the mirror mm-hmm. and they make a face? Mm-hmm. It's like, almost like similar to the squinting thing. No one just looks at themselves in the mirror like, okay, they have to like give like a look and do something cool. You never know. Just you guys notice people do that. I notice myself doing it every five <laughs> seconds. I kind of do a version of it hosting. I always look for reactions. It's the performer in me. So if I'm by myself, I think I look in the mirror, just, just wanting to react? give myself. Yeah, am I doing okay? Yeah, all right. That's, a, right. that's a reaction. <laughs> so reactive. It's so ridiculous. Um, quick shout out before we uh, end this segment and get on to our guest. Uh, my uncle. Your uncle. This is the great. I gotta pull out this text. This is the greatest thing ever. My uncle loves John Laster, as we mentioned on the last podcast. And I wrote to him. Um, uncle Mattern is the shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's never met him, but he I loves him because him. he loves him. Um, <laughs> he loves Laster, and then I told Laster that on the last time he was here, and it goes, "Okay, Uncle Mad Dog, this is for you." I get a call like eight minutes, or sorry, <laughs> like an hour and thirty-eight minutes after the podcast is out, because Uncle's like always the first one to listen. He goes, "Dad, John." I think he calls you JL. You two were <laughs> yeah, acting like you're in uh, yeah, like NAM right. together. Hey, that's right. <laughs> JL and Unc. We were in the trenches together. That was the trench. You're in the, the ra- shit. In the radio trenches. That's it, man. I love it. And he's like, that guy's great. And so I send Laster a text. And here, this is one of the greatest things ever. And I finally got to read it to my uncle last night. Here we go. This is wonderful. And if it's silent for a minute, we we don't have to worry about it. It's all good. It's all great. Ever baby. say anything about me? Uncle, Uncle Madden over here? <laughs> he says Sounds that like two episodes. He says that you have one of the greatest. I told you, you got better compliments than me on the first episode. My agent's son was like, I like that guy. I'm in a car going to Universal Studios with this son of a bitch. He's like, I like the other guy's great. What the? Michael, what is this shit, little Micah? Love you too, he little Micah. He likes Micah. the Benster. Okay, here we go. Bum, bum, bum. You got another rave review. For my uncle. I wrote this to Laster and he goes, yo, he's our uncle now. <laughs> <laughs> is that my voice? Is that my voice? That is that is how a, I sound? You can't, you can't hear yourself. That's just like text. the smelly kid in school. <laughs> they can't smell themselves. That's my text voice? That is your text. That's your text Your voice. inner text voice. Um, man, we're firing on not only all cylinders, everyone else's cylinders. Bring it in All cylinders. ours are, are running. There's other podcasts Recording right now, and we're running on their cylinders. They're not even getting their own shit, okay? We're going to come back. We're going to talk to Erica. We're going to get deep inside the world of impersonating and acting and just trying to make a living and getting in where you can, baby. We'll be back in a minute. We got the JL. JL. We got sweet, sweet, sweet wine, the ace. We'll be back, babies. You know who I am, baby. I'm Juan Sanchez. That's my new name. No one ever knows what the fuck they're doing. Remember that. That's no the beauty of life. That. We got to roll with it, baby. It's jazz. Lust for life. We're back, baby. Big Pimpins. Johnny Laster. Yeah. But I don't know why we're repeating everyone's name. This isn't radio. But just to piss off the people who are total podcast heads and want podcasts to totally not be radio, I do some radio shit every right. once in a while. Just, just to like poke at them. The inner Sex Pistols fan that I am. Yeah, and like I feel like you always call out. It's like the radio back in the day. That That's it. You like that. I will do weather and traffic at some point. It's going to happen. I don't give a shit. I don't know where everyone's at. Here, Belgium, 29 Celsius. What do they do, Farron? I don't fucking know. Celsius. Stone. Is that what they use? Everybody else does Celsius. Well, they're not us, baby. No, they're not. They didn't beat the Brits in 1776. Holla! And we don't know where most of those places are anyway. Because right? we, we, we don't even know where most of our places are. They have News 12 Brooklyn. People in Brooklyn don't <laughs> give a fuck what's going on in other it boroughs. Just, exactly. <laughs> hey, real quick. So, that's we, how cocky this motherfucker is. Brooklyn is. But America, look, we don't know other countries. Because, look, we don't nah, know nah. America because sports fucks us up. Because there's teams playing in, like, the Eastern Division that are like right. in California. So we don't pay attention to teams. There's a lot of people here who don't pay te- attention to teams outside of New York. Well, you know, there's enough sports going on in New York alone between mm-hmm. the Nets, the Knicks, the Jets, the Giants. Right. And yeah, there's a new Rangers, soccer team every eight Islanders. minutes. Remember God forbid that. You're a, yeah, a hockey fan or something crazy For like that. For some reason, we have like the 37 Yankees, soccer the Mets. teams. I just left out the baseball teams. I was crazy, right? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a lame sport, baby. Anyway, I, yeah, I'm not a, a baseball segue. fan either. <laughs> Is this how the segue you've always drink? First of all, you didn't even know what a podcast was coming in here, right? I still don't. Okay, this is the great <laughs> podcast virgin. What up? Holla. Give up Erica Smith coming in here. 
I'm very honored. Hello, thank you. So yeah, you have no clue what the like. All right, look, before we dig into your career and your <laughs> life and everything, it. you don't even know as of now how to find this interview. I think the other night when we met, yes, you told me that you go on iTunes and you search for it, and somehow you listen to it on the iTunes Store. Yep, that's good enough. <laughs> yes. What is podcast for 200, Chuck? <laughs> Very good. It's the same reaction as some of my relatives who are older in Rochester. What do you mean, podcast? I what? Outstanding. Well, good. I'm glad we can in, uh, initiate you into okay. this world. So uh, let's find out a little bit about you. You impersonate Marilyn Monroe for a living right now. Yes. That is so unbelievable. Now, how did you fall into that? Well, I've been an actress and a singer for a long time. and um, Started in your youth, I'm guessing. Yes, yes. You were a star probably in elementary school plays, I'm guessing. Actually, I was in the chorus. In the chorus. And worked her way up, everybody. <laughs> yeah. mm. I was really shy in school and when I was a kid. And that all is based on like how loud you are, I think, of you the part. And, and uh. when you were a kid, where did you grow up? In a small town in Massachusetts called Carlisle. Wow. Okay. Is that Boston or is that closer to It's close to Boston, yeah. Okay. It's like 40 miles from Boston. Okay. And so you started uh, acting early. Yes. Okay. Singing and first? And singing. Um, what what did I do what's first? What's your first love, singing or acting? No, no problem. Acting. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What if she would have said poetry reading, just to throw a loop at you? As I ride and glide. I did poetry. Slip slide. I was the editor of the poetry magazine in high school. Get out of here. They had a poetry poetry magazine? They sure did. It was was called Reflections. In Carlisle. And if you bought the magazine, it came with someone who would snap behind you, just like you're doing. And there'd be a stand-up bass player. Some incense burning and some tea. And you'd be wearing a Spock, whatever that is. But I used to put really whacked out, like, poems in there just to fuck with people and to see if they knew it was a joke or not like, and then it would come out and I would like look at everybody's reaction like one of my poems was something like you know I don't know like something about plants and the, the last line was now all we have to eat is oats I, I, I used to you know I used to do spoken word I, 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 can, I, do a poem? can I do a poem can yes. I do a, just real quick oh no I'm serious <laughs> Yes. I, I wrote, I what does that call when people po- do? Po- are we going to have a slam, slam off? Yeah. yeah, slam off. Yeah. Okay. You have to beat oats. Okay. You have to I'm beat gonna, oats. I'm going to beat the oats poem because I. I <laughs> Maybe no, yours I ends a, with Hall. I don't I wrote, know. Yeah, so, I, wrote, I, wrote a, I wrote a poem that was directed, you know, because oftentimes as black men in the media, they show us always in the negative light. You know, somebody's got to get shot, something crazy. So I wrote a piece that was directed, um, you know, toward people about being tricked by the, the bad images that they show us in, and I'll, I'll do that poem and then we'll jump back into the podcast. Title is my pieces, Don't Be Tricked, all right? Don't be tricked by the pause. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yay. Yes. You like my spoken word. You feel I would have definitely yeah. published that in, I know. in my magazine. <laughs> by the pause. We're going to have to have a slam episode now. <laughs> I mean, you know Russell Simmons. Get his ass down here. Call me up, Russ. I'm available for the next season whenever you bring back that poetry. (laughs) By the pause. I hope you're both on the new episode of the new season of that poetry. spoken word artists, man. Get the hell out of here. (laughs) You know why I hate them? Because let me tell you, I'm not you. We love you. (laughs) I don't think she was one of them, really. Spoken word artists get away with shit we can't get away with. You know, if we're nasty, comedian, vulgar. Spoken word artist nasty, it's artistic. Yes. Right. right. If I go on stage, you don't understand a goddamn word I say. You know, it's like the comedian was whack. Spoken word artists come on stage, we don't understand the word they say. You know, what we call them. That shit was deep. Right. <laughs> right. What was he talking about? I don't know, but that right. shit was deep. He said something about pausing in oats. <laughs> <laughs> something about the pausing in the oats. I don't know. I think the title of the poem was oat, oat Pause. I think it was Oat Pause. A poem, a poem mashup just occurred, first ever. That's right. right You're baby. like DJ Green Lantern. This That's is how you. we choose it. You never know what's going to happen on this podcast. Lust for life. That's right. Brace yourself, oats, baby. That's it, babies. All right, so you're doing all these things. Mm-hmm. You have the acting bug early. Did you always want to be an actress? Was that you just that was your mission in life? From when I was twelve. Twelve. Yeah, I was a I was a voracious reader, and I read um, Gone with the Wind when I was twelve years old, and then I went to um, watch the movie, 
And the movie was made in 1939. It's this classic Hollywood film. And I was just like mesmerized. I was like, wow, they did such an amazing job. And from then on, I became fascinated with filmmaking and acting in Hollywood and all that. So that's where it started. And so never, ever, you're never going to be a lawyer, doctor. What were your parents trying to get you to do? (laughs) Yeah, lawyer, Lawyer, businesswoman, yeah. See, I I see the model. See, I can figure things out right here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you go to college for acting? I studied music in college. I have music. a degree in music, yeah. So were you going to be a singer? Yes. And was that going to get you on Broadway or did you want to, were you in bands and all that? I was in bands, yeah. I, I just was like, well, I have to go to college. I might as well study something I like. And I, I liked acting as well, but I didn't. There was no, like the colleges that I could afford, there was no good acting programs in them. So, but they did have decent music programs. So I studied music and uh, then I went to acting school at the same time. At the same school? No, a different school. You're going to two schools at the same time? Yes. Two different. Th- wow. This yeah. is an episode of first, my people. An <laughs> yeah. episode of first. What schools were you going to? I was going to Hunter College for Music and um, New York. and the Neighborhood Playhouse. I studied privately with a teacher from the Neighborhood Playhouse. Okay. For, the acting. for acting, yeah. It'd be great if that wasn't in New York. That would make your story <laughs> exactly. even more compelling. <laughs> Two LA. different colleges. <laughs> I, <Yeah. went. laughs> I studied I music caught, at Hunter in New York. And I caught the train to Ohio on right. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. <laughs> Ohio? I really? Was, Ohio? <laughs> I was studying. And then I got on the Amtrak. Known for their acting. <laughs> I was taking personal classes <laughs> from Sean Connery in Glasgow. Right. <laughs> that would be some intense shit. All right. So you've been in New York how many years now? Uh, 14. 14. So you get out of school. Mm-hmm. You got degrees in both music and acting. Yes. Now you get out and mm-hmm. what are you thinking? You're just going to jump right into Broadway? Are you still in bands? Do you think you've got it made? You're just going to get into commercials or movies? Where's your mindset at this? Um, I was still in bands, but I, but I was studying like classical and jazz music. And so I kind of had to make a decision, like, what am I going to really pursue hardcore? And I was, I picked acting because I was like, well, I don't really have anything to say as a musician. And I just saw like the, my teachers and stuff that were struggling and I'm like, well, they can't make it. I can't, I'll make it in acting instead. What were your your bands like? I was in cover bands. Cover bands. Yeah. I played, you know, bars and bar mitzvahs and things like that. Yeah. I sang hot stuff. You sang Donna Summer Hot Stuff. I sure did. Bar Bar Mitzvahs? What? What? You guys should check out some Bar Mitzvahs. What? All right. Bar Mitzvahs are crazy. What makes her hotter? Squinting or admitting to singing Donna Summer at Bar Mitzvahs? (laughs) Singing Hot Stuff of all of it. You both at the same time. Would you squint while singing Hot Stuff? Game on right there. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I also sang I Will Survive. That was a big one. Well, that's a classic. (laughs) And that does strike me as something that needs to be done at a Bar Mitzvah. mitzvah. Someone's old aunt or uncle is going to be like, can you play that one? (laughs) (laughs) It always comes back to that on this show, doesn't it? Unbelievable. (laughs) At the Bar Mitzvah, I will survive. Oh, that's terrible. I'm glad you okayed that because I wasn't gonna laugh until you popped off. I wasn't gonna laugh at the. Are you the, like the white the, guy who hears the black joke? I'm at like the, the white show? guy who hears the black joke and turns and looks at the black people first. Is that okay to laugh at, Jewish guy? I will survive at the bar. The old people at the bar Mitzvah. Don't I will survive. Yeah, I, yeah. I turned and looked at Benji like, can we, can we do that? Are you and your people cool with that joke? We always inadvertently end up at something like that. The last episode we recorded, we were talking about Grand Theft Auto, and Nate McIntosh somehow brought up Hitler. I don't know how it got on. It got onto a video game with Hitler. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't care about video games. I don't care about Hitler making $6 million. And he, I get paused. He goes, $6 million. And I don't realize the <laughs> no. number. And I go, oh, because that's the first thing that came to my head. Right. So the, the new show is now called <laughs> Laughing at the Holocaust, apparently. <laughs> Gino Bisconte will be our next guest, apparently. Wait, you're, so you're a half Jew? We're not 100%. I'm a half Jew. Okay. So together... You're a whole Jew. That's right. We're, we're a line what in a... a fine-looking Jew. Yes, a line in an Adam Sandler. I mean, Hanukkah starts in a week. You're a whole Jew. Carry, whole carry the other stuff. One whole Jew. Which mm-hmm. half? My mother. Okay, so you're a full Jew. Technically. Yeah, I guess. Technically. But did you know that the rabbis all met a few years ago and they're like, if your dad is Jewish, you're Jewish. Just like the mother rule. 
They're what? Ba- yeah. Where I'm was decided. that meeting? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the elders of Zion got together. <laughs> like, yeah, Ironically, yeah. they did that meeting in Salt Lake <laughs> right. as all the Mormons were having their meeting. It was, some, it was once again a mashup, big mashup. <laughs> it could happen. Black people, sometimes we have random meetings. What is yeah. that? To determine yeah. who's black? Yeah, sometimes we do. We don't have black. Mariah this year, but we're taking Tiger. All of us. <laughs> Asians, you don't do get them. The we let Tiger go a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, we cut his ass off Why? a long time ago. Because he got cop. Nah, when he started, you know, when you started on them slick comments like, oh, I'm not black, I'm Asian. You know, when he said that, you know, it was kind of like black people were like, you know what? Your black ass is black if the police pull up, right. you know. <laughs> and, 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 and when he got into trouble, you know, then after that, he, he, he got, got a little He got treated like a black man, yeah, didn't he then? Exactly. Didn't he? Yes. Yeah. When the shit hit the fan, all of a sudden, he was like, yo, y'all need to back the fuck up. He's like, oh, okay. How <laughs> come you didn't say me no likey? Huh? Where's the me no, where's the me no likey now? Oh, that's the best. Your black ass. Oh, I love it. All right. Um, this is the greatest, because I feel like we play tennis sometimes, but yeah. it's all good. We, we, we ask a couple questions, then we go on a rant, come back. We're always coming back to you. Nice. Especially since we're one full Jew together. Yes. Possibly, or maybe... Just a half a Jew and a half a Mexican. Created a Jew. That would be interesting. So, um, you get out of school. Mm -hmm. Do you get any jobs right from the jump in acting? Yes. Um, I got the lead in this off off Broadway play called A Doll's House. It's a classic play by Ibsen. And um, it's a famous play because at the end, it takes place like in the late 1800s. And the woman in the play leaves her family. She leaves her kids and she just splits. She's like, I want a divorce. Just. Yeah. Splits like a, yeah. like a Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah. What song is that? <sighs> Which one is that? <laughs> Hungry you made Heart? The reference. <laughs> yeah, I love how I make the reference. I'm like, you guys carry the rest. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then Hungry Heart, man. I don't know. The, Got a wife and kids in Baltimore, Jack. I took a wrong turn. I never came back, baby. The guy did that. Well, so well, in the, I'm just saying, maybe it's a female version, man. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> so she leaves and she slams the door, and it was called the door slam heard around the world or something. So anyway, mm. so I was starring in that play right out of school. And that was pretty, like, a big deal because I was on every pl- page of the play. It was 90 pages. I had to memorize 90 pages. That's intense. Oh, God. Now, you mm-hmm. get paid for that? No, it's not. I don't know the rules of off, off, off. Bro- I don't know how many offs, how far <laughs> offs they get. What is right. it? Off, off is? Two offs. Two offs. Yeah. There's no three offs. No. Okay. I don't oh, think so. I didn't even know there really was an off, off. Now, Broadway, everyone gets paid. Yeah. Off Broadway, do people get paid? Yes. Okay, but off, off, it's up in the air. Yeah. Okay, so you have that role, mm-hmm. but that's a great role right from the jump. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from there? I did a bunch of plays. I, I did a bunch of, yeah, like, I don't know, 10, 12 plays, all like black box theater things. I did okay. some fringe festival it's plays. The, it's, the, it's the grind. It is a it goddamn like, grind. You know what I mean? Like what we do in the beginning. You sure. just work it anywhere and everywhere. But then like two years into that, I got my first paying gig and it was a movie. A movie? Yeah. And what was the movie? It was called Hotties. Oh. It was oh. A, no, it was a comedy. It was not a porn. She's oh, pointing her finger. Oh, I know. I was about to say, hey. Just so you know, though. Right, we'll check it She's out. pointing her finger like Raphael Palmero with the steroids. So I don't know. I don't know if I trust this. Right? I did not take steroids. Was it porn? No, it was off, off porn. <laughs> so you just didn't you get, get paid? paid for <laughs> you get off? You get paid for yeah, off, off porn? You don't see the money shots. No. Get off. Boom. <laughs> I said good day, sir. <laughs> it um, wasn't porn. Hotties. But you know, a lot is of Is that people, a B movie? Yes. Because I just, I, you just followed you me on think? Twitter on the way up Do here. you think? Was that a B movie? I think that film was <laughs> no, written it was, and directed it was, by- it was playing right next to goddamn, <laughs> really? I think that was a Kurosawa picture, sir. I think it's an art film. Was it a B film? Yeah. You, it was, it, but a lot of people from that movie went on to do really good things. Like who? Like, do you know Rick Younger? He was in it. Good old Rick Younger. He, and um, Was in Hotties? Yes. Wait till we see him. You're going to text that motherfucker <laughs> right now. I posted a picture on my Instagram of us in the movie. Look at it. Wait till he's, we see He's Rick in drag. Oh, he's done. Oh, he's really done. <laughs> Rick is done. He's really done. He did not like that He's like that an overcooked photo. steak. Yeah. He yeah, well, there's like probably it. a reason. Don't tag him in that. <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, the black guys in the dress Thursday. protest is, is heavy right now. So, he, yeah, he's definitely yeah. not liking that. Oh, oh I love sorry. it. Yeah, we're, that's, that's, that's pretty uh, pretty ugly right now. Yeah, so. thanks for bringing it Rick what? Younger's a friend of ours. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, you didn't hear about Keenan on, on Saturday Night Live refusing to wear dresses who this year? Who forgot? Who, who refused? Keenan, Keenan, Keenan on refused. Saturday Night Live. Keenan Thompson refuses. He told them, I'm not doing it this season. And they've made jokes about it. They well, brought on Kerry Washington the other day, and they were, you know, 
to play um, somebody, and they were like, oh, bring in so-and-so. And she said, oh, Keenan's not going to put on the dress on the show. It's funny. But yeah, black men in the Well, we know. discussed this, right? Because nothing for nothing, and I have a bit about this I've talked about, you know, strong homophobia in the black male uh, community, and it's a, it's a view of a weakness in that. Like I've always said, you can't compliment a black dude without them saying no homo. Like, I, like for most, well, I'm not saying all of them, but like, hey, nice well, shoes. Not, whoa, 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 no what, homo. I said not, nice shoes, not nice cock. You know why? I think <laughs> it's because like, it black guys are really good at drag. They're like the best. You think so? I think what I think that, but but I think that what you're talking, the, the, uh, I hear what you're saying that the, the yes. no homo, the homophobic thing in the black community, but the the protest about what, what what you're talking about about black guys and drag is that um, there's always it, it seems like in Hollywood there's always a reason to put some black guy in drag. So that's what that protest. It's different from the black. So is it more like a modern day playing a butler or something like right. that? Right. Okay. Like come on, enough. Like even Kevin Hart was one of the first black guys to be a guest on Saturday Night Live not too long ago. First black guy in a long, long time, and they put him in a dress. It was like really. Like well, you Adam, always got to wear. I a just dress. meant black drag, black drag queens. Real drag queens. Yeah, real dra- drag queens are the They're best. best. They're amazing. Good Yelp reviews. But um, yeah. <laughs> Yelp reviews. Oh, uh, you're the best. Hotties. I'm still. I'm gonna. I got I'm Netflix. Gonna... I'm looking for hotties. So you're in hotties. hotties. You're in a film. Yes, I was one of the leads. Ooh. And you okay? And so you start doing B movies because yeah. you put yourself. Uh, you said the B movies on your handle on Twitter. Yeah, I did B movies for a long time. Maybe like ten years like ho- horror movies yeah horror movies that's so fucking awesome yeah you know i was killed a bunch of times <laughs> and um so a lot of them were like comedy horror movies oh i made one of those it's called gold digger killer yes oh yeah something like that yeah, yeah. yeah really i was a gold digger killer awesome. look yeah. at this look at you all so check, movies. check hotties and gold digger, gold killer. digger killer what horror it was a co- it was a horror you know. Is it one of those things where everyone gets, gets slashed? And, Everybody gets slashed. And there's random titties and all that? Is that crazy. What, what no that is? titties in it, I don't think. What kind but of horror got film slashed. is that? What kind of B-horror movie is It was that? a really cheap... I don't even know if this was B. This may have been... CD? Yeah, it might have been... Ooh, Z. Might have, might have been E. <laughs> she jumped the whole goddamn wow. alphabet. Wow. And it I was, felt like there's judgment right there. She's like, I'm B, you're no, no, Z level. I did C movies. I did really crap movies, too. It was off, off, off Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> the movie I was in was off, off, off Hollywood, yeah, which, you, which means uh, straight to uh, bootleg DVD, straight to bootleg, straight to Koreatown, right yeah. there. So um, you start doing that, and you're making a living off these movies. Like, have no. you had have you had like a real job since? Yeah, waitressing. Oof, that that's the old joke, right? Like when you're doing crowd work. Oh, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a I'm an actor. I'm an actress. Oh, so waiting tables in Times Square. Right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I did it for years, my dear. It's the worst, right? Because you mm-hmm. know you have talent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're still doing jobs, like on the weekend or at night, and you mm-hmm. feel like a star. And then the next day, you're trying to upsell onion rings. And somebody yeah. doesn't tip you, and you're like, bitch, I was in hotties. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Y'all don't even lead. know. You don't even know right. the role, the that's shit that right. I put down in hotties. <laughs> I'll smack the shit out this whole table. IMDB right now. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> None was... of y'all ever going to be in, in hot. You, I'll fuck around when Hotties 2 comes out. Y'all gonna, Hotties y'all 2 gonna be... did come out. Hey, were, you, were you in Hotties 2? Of course. We shot them at the same time. It was like the oh, ring. Wow. Oh, wow. like Lord of the Rings. Oh, the rings. oh, oh I love the rings. Only we on Lust for Life. The but they, but they, they shot theirs off, they... off New Zealand. That oh. joke's not getting old. That joke's not getting old. Tasmania. Off, off, off. <laughs> Triple off. That's going to be someone's new nickname. That same. might be like your nickname. Lord of the Rings. Is there a Hotties 3 coming out that we need to know about? No. That we can announce? No, or like no. a prequel? Yes, we'd like to be in. <laughs> we got to bring, bring that back. We got to call call our boy up. Pre-Hotties. Yeah. Call Rick. Yeah, call we got to call Rick up and do Hotties 3. The prequel, though. He'll do it. <laughs> we got a little we got a little coin now. We're grown. We can yeah. put our money together. I'll executive produce the money. We should do this. I did two colleges last week. It's probably oh. a five, probably a five thousand dollar movie. Okay. I got, I got oh, some look mo- at you dropping this coin you're making. I know, right? I got some money in my sock. We'll do hotties three. I got warm up money. Three. I mean it's all working out for all of us. Goddamn right. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do it like old seventies, black exploitation. <laughs> Kung Fu. You we're gonna jive do... turkey suckers. <laughs> no, yeah. We're either going to do Son of bring Hotties. A, bring on the Hotties, Cat Daddy. But they would do that like Son of Hotties. Show you right. Sister of Hotties. Show like, you right. Yeah. All the Street Fighters. There's a Son of Street Fighter. I, I dig it, baby. I can dig it. 
I just said up yours, baby. <laughs> up yours. Give me five on the black hand side. Real quick, Shaft, Superfly, Dolomite. Shaft. Oh no, there's 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 nothing. I go Dolomite like a motherfucker, dude. I, there's nothing that that it's blasphemous to 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 do that with Superfly in the conversation. Because it's better than you'd be put two. out of a black barbershop for doing that. Just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> just just so you know, don't Little ever say up. that in a black Little barbershop. Superfly, but um, I, I was I was kind of a Dolomite fan myself it's the best. because because it's so ridiculous that it's unbelievable that people <laughs> will watch it. But you stay there. I went to eight different video stores the You're day right. after I graduated college yes. to get a copy. Of that. I have all. What of an them. asshole I am. To me, my favorite though, which is funny, is the Mac. Oh, Richard Which Pryor. is still a great movie yeah. to this day. And it's also in the movie True Romance. The Booyah. Mac. The Booyah. Mac. I'd like to do it's that. crazy. So. You rat soup what? eating motherfucker. That's going to be in our, se- our prequel <laughs> to Hotties. We're going okay. to sample that. We're going to be like Dolomite. Tarantino of the B films. All right. So you do those movies. How do you end up doing Marilyn? How does this happen? I was perform- I was doing burlesque one night at the... Slipper room. So you did, you do burlesque as well, or you did? I did. Okay. Yeah. Retired. Retired. <laughs> and no, not really. I still, you I still, still do. do my act sometimes because I do this variety show and I'll do a burlesque act in it. So um, I was performing at the slipper room and a friend of mine came to the show and she's a, um, a booker for party entertainment. She books like magicians and impersonators and stuff. And she saw my show. And she's like, you know what? You would make a really good Marilyn impersonator. The woman I've been using is pregnant and I need a replacement. And I was like, what's that? You know, I didn't even know that that was a job. Sure. And so she told me about it. And I was like, well, she's like, you got to go get costumes and wig and learn the act and do a photo shoot. And And I was like, oh, God, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) I'm not doing it. And so, but she's like, it pays really well. So then like a year went by and I was waitressing and I was like, you know what? A year went by. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to try this. Maryland thing out. Yeah. You got up from a table with like 10 black people. They didn't tip you. You was like, you know what? Let me me call this chick up about that Maryland shit. Last (laughs) day. And how familiar were you with Marilyn Monroe's uh, legacy at that point in your life? Very familiar. Were you a fan? Yeah, I was because um, when I was growing up, like I said, I loved the movie Gone with the Wind and I got really into classic Hollywood and I watched all these old movies and so that's when I first saw her movies. And then like, Later on, when I was in New York, I got cast as Marilyn in a play and in a movie. And then there was this other movie they were making that was kind of a big deal. And I and I kept getting callbacks for the movie to play Marilyn. And so I w- watched all her movies to study up on her. So Dope. by that time, I was she really with. went. She really studied Marilyn Monroe. She really wanted to be an actress, actress, not some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yes. She like was never taken serious. That's the problem. Right. She didn't want to be, you know, she really went back to uh, to, to, to dig her right. shit in. Yeah, We're so talking like really to get, get the voice right and the mannerisms and all that. You you, you studied it? Me? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the real Marilyn Monroe studied to be an actress. No, you. Oh, you I studied? studied? Yeah. I watched all her movies and... Um, yeah, I just I just watched her over and over again. Sometimes, like once I got the voice down, that kind of opened everything else up. I would just watch the same YouTube clip like over and over and over mm. again. That kind of I don't know. Was it tricky it. to get that voice? That she's as impersonated as anyone. Like just yeah. on the street, like oh, yeah. people sing that Mr. Mr. President nonsense, and right. everyone thinks they do that. And um, it's usually it's, it's, poor. It's, it's, it's usually funny. pretty poor. Yeah, of course. We but get a, to well, get you know it right, what, have you? But have you ever watched it? Have you ever watched clip. the actual clip? Yes. And I agree with Dave Chappelle. It is very uncomfortable to see Kennedy. He's kind of enjoying it and kind of like, yeah, <laughs> bitch, my family's here. I love yeah. that. One of the best, <laughs> yeah. best ever. Yeah. Like, like fucking Jay-Z said, yo, bitch, my girlfriend's here. Like, calm down. You know what I'm saying? You remember when Jay hit that line, bitch, my girlfriend's No, I don't remember here. it. You don't? Yo, but when what you watch it, they said that she's kind of- bootleg. It was, they said it's up there with Hotties 3 that she didn't even know was filmed. Cheating on Beyonce, please. Uh, no, he wasn't with Beyonce. That was, uh, that might have been the Black Album or something. Was that when he was banging but that? chill, baby girl, my girlfriend's here. Well, that makes sense. Um, but but if you watch it, they said in the documentary that she was really bubbly. Yes. When she sang that, that she was, you know, kind of fucked up off champagne. Mm. Yeah. She had a lot of sorrow, a lot of darkness, clearly. 
And uh, well, it worked for. It works. I mean, that's part of what makes you a good artist. I right. mean, it's not foolproof. Right. Sometimes, if the, you the are, have darkness, you just end up in darkness. And sometimes, you don't need darkness to be a great artist. But I'd say a lot of times there's that combo. And uh, I was she shocked. was a great actress. You bring it up. But she was as good a comedic actress as you ever going to find. Someone like it hot is outstanding, and they could not have pulled it off without her. I mean, seriously. But it's I a mean, great the cast. way the way that you initially find out about Marilyn Monroe, right? It's like she was hot. You know what I mean? You don't. They don't really delve into this chick. Was a business. She was a shrewd. Yes. She was a hustler. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like dead in her first husband right out the gate. You know what I'm saying? Fucking getting up with the baseball player. That was a power I move. I love how Joe DiMaggio's just the baseball player. No, I'm saying, but I mean. Now I mean, you're losing and, the and, Italian uncles that are listening. What and, the fuck and, is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, like, in today's, the, the, the way that the way that, that it works today, like, you get power couples together like that. And sometimes, to me, it seems obvious. Yes. You know what I mean? That you're doing this to, to just blow your brand through the roof. Sometimes it just seems really phony to me. But I think that that was she. I mean, when I listened to her story, I was like, she might have been ahead of the curve on that. I think so. With Joe DiMaggio, was calculated, right? That's what I'm saying. And it was, you know, the 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 biggest sports star, and then Hollywood, huge. People lost their minds, right? People lost. I mean, she went to a whole nother level of stardom. I have a new idea for these parties. It's like Beckham and the Spice, the Spice. You know what I mean? And Spice, 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 Spice. You know, and the Spice chick. I think we should book parties of you as Marilyn. Mm-hmm. I'll go as Joe DiMaggio. Then you can come back to the same party like a month later or a couple years later. Benji will play Arthur Miller. <laughs> okay. <What? laughs> Her next husband, Death of a Salesman. Yeah, I know, but okay. And then John will be... Well, back in those days, I'd have got lynched after the party. <laughs> no, no, no. You will be... You will be... Uh, back in those days. You will be Black JFK. Do you Marilyn have a brother Monroe. who could be RFK? And then That's we right. can come 10 minutes later. She was this friends with... You could be Sammy Davis Jr. She was I friends with I could be Sammy... Yeah, baby. <laughs> Why don't you be... See, this is so like back in the day. Yeah, you get to play Sammy. <laughs> but he's not in the movie. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about your first... So you start studying for a role uh-huh. to be in Maryland. Now, how about your first booking? Like at a party? Well, what is it? Oh, wow. Okay, so my first, well, my my friend who told me that I should do it, she asked, she was like, come and do my friend's birthday party. So I did that, and that was kind of like a practice. I think she just paid me like 100 bucks. Okay. And then I had already sent my pictures out to all these agents, and an agent called me like the next week, and he's like, I have a party for you. It's at this restaurant on, you know, uptown. And so I go to the restaurant, and I'm supposed to go downstairs and sing happy birthday and sing a couple songs. And I'm just about to go down the stairs and the agent goes, oh, by the way, Paul McCartney is down there. Get out of here. Wow. He just slid that in there. huh? Yeah. 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 So I was wow. like, uh, <laughs> so I go downstairs and, and, um, and this is when I first started. So I didn't realize like bring music and, and all this stuff. So I was just singing acapella. Mm, and wow. standing like two feet away from Paul McCartney, I was so nervous. I'm like, I'm going off key. Go. I'm sure he will know if I go off key. <laughs> Did you go off key? You said, I have no recollection. You're like, I was just trying to get the pee off my leg. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't look keep, at him. Don't look at him. Trying to keep the pee from pooling underneath me. <laughs> Did he come up to you afterwards? You get to no. He that? just, you know, I I try to focus on the guys who, whose actual birthday it was. Right. I think Paul was dating his daughter. I think he married her. I think mm. it's the same one. Um, Let me just say this. Um, Paul McCartney's one of the greatest singer-songwriters of all time. The Beatles are the greatest band of all time. But he could not judge a female singing off-key. Let's just say <laughs> yeah, that. I was going to say, yeah. Because Linda, oh, Linda, he had his wife in that band for a long time. And I think that mic was so low <laughs> on live performances. It was rest her soul. But uh, yes, he could not judge that. <laughs> Okay. So you were safe. Now you tell me. Yes. You had nothing to lose. <laughs> no need to pee. And remember, right. he had to deal with Yoko a little bit, too, with just screaming. So it's all <laughs> going to work out. Right. So it gets done. And how do you feel? Were you intoxicated by the... Uh, you got like a good ovation, I'm guessing? Yeah. They. Yeah. I. You know, I, I sang a couple songs. I hung out for like only 15 minutes or something. And then I was done. And I changed. And I was like, wow, this is easy. I made like 500 bucks. Nice country. Damn. So. And, and I just, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I just sang for Paul McCartney. But then in general, though, is it intoxicating? Perform- I mean, the thrill you get performing is one thing, and it's amazing. But now you're kind of, you're doing well, but you're also channeling someone else. 
who's great at the same time. Like, how, describe mm-hmm. that feeling. Does that come into it at all? Well, it was very intimidating at first when I first started. I was like, I'm not going to be as good as her, and I'm not going to be as good as all the other impersonators and stuff. Um, but now, when I do it, it's it's gotten to a point where I'm just so used to doing it, and I don't really get that high from performing no. that often. But sometimes I get it. Like the other night here, I mean, I don't get that high from performing at a bar mitzvah mm-hmm. or a sweet 16 party. But occasionally, like, Shots it'll be fired. A, a cool yeah. crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Shots the, fired. One of the shittiest. Yeah. <laughs> Not them whack-ass you, bar mitzvahs. You, you know which, which half is dominant in her <laughs> yeah, then, right? Exactly. Yes. But, you know, occasionally I'll get a really amazing gig. Like, I, I got uh, flown to Egypt for New Year's Eve. I performed Egypt. for, like, 2,000 people at big Protesting. production. <laughs> right. <laughs> At China, <laughs> like those gigs are amazing. Put down your political be- beliefs right. and let me sing a number from Seven Year Itch. I don't even know if there's music. That was seven three year weeks itch. before their government fell. You may have been oh. it, fell, it, it fell because she left. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back Maryland. That was the worst Egypt <laughs> accent ever. That's Bring up there back. with your text voice. Yeah, that's up there with my text voice. He's our uncle too. <laughs> I say it like that. That's how it fucking sounded to me. Oh, as, as someone who uh, enjoys being personally creative, does it mess with you that you get paid to be someone else? Yeah. It does. It, yeah, it does. Thank you. I was wondering that. I'm glad <laughs> you fucking threw that out there. I would, I would, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Because comic- I hate, I hate when people even say to me, like people ask me, do you write your own jokes? Like I'm offended. Like what the fuck am I going to do somebody else's jokes? Like, but I guess it, you, right. can, you can do it in other crafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like cover bands. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like I guess as a comic, even if you're not that big, well, at least they're paying me to be me and do do me, even if right. it's a shitty event. But here, are are you tr- at least trying to phase out of it and be your own singer performer that eventually gets booked? Oh yeah, all the, I never stopped doing that. Yeah, I do that all the time. Okay. I mean, my favorite part of the job is the improv because I, I kind of like I say things that Marilyn wouldn't really say. <laughs> really, <laughs> you know, but um. But yeah, no, I, th- I think of that sometimes because sometimes I'll get calls from people. They're like, we want to do an interview with you. And it's almost as if they think I'm like a freak who thinks I'm Marilyn Monroe. Right. And, it's, mm. and they think that I look like Marilyn all the time and they want to follow me around. And, you know, this and I'm like, no, I it's a costume. Do, yeah, I do this. You know, it's a gig. I, Marilyn, you know, wasn't blonde. I don't know. Norma Ray. We should describe who she, who she really was. Our lovely guest her, her is name not blonde is Norma either. Ray. Yeah. Right. As Norma Ray was not blonde. Norma Jean. Norma Jean. Okay, Norma Ray was the, the uh, Sally Field. Okay, that's right. <laughs> and the plant, right? So Norma Jean. Yeah, her name was Norma Jean, but she's not blonde. She's got the same color hair you have. No, she had like auburn hair, like light brown, reddish. Yeah. Hair. So then she, you know, donned the, the mm-hmm. blonde joint and turned herself into Marilyn Monroe. And you did study up, ah! my dude. Yeah. Check out the big brain on it. We don't fuck back. around here on Lust for Life. We come prepared. I am the least Norma prepared Jean. and I'm the host of the show. I've noticed matter. this. Doesn't matter. You got backup, Pimpin. Well, <laughs> Truman Capote has this story about her because they were friends and he, he has a story that they were hanging out one day and she wasn't really like that character that she had on screen. She was like, they were just walking around. She didn't have any makeup on and she's like, watch this. And she turned it on and suddenly everybody knew who she was. You know, people didn't wow. know who she was right. in the street walking mm. around without doing that. And she used to actually, she would like put on a brown wig and go out to like a restaurant just to be a little incognito. Be normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, without that blonde, yeah, and she wasn't really blonde. Like I, I would. But it's such a I signature. Was like, wow. Oh, it's, without question. And it's the archetype, I do think, for the American beauty. Or at least I'll say in, in white. Uh, the white community, I would say that. I mean, nah, black people might be, I, there, but the blonde hair. I think. Uh, I think. I think. Busty, I, curvy woman. I mean, that. I mean, look, because that yeah. archetype keeps getting replaced, right? With like a Pam Anderson, mm-hmm. right? Even like a Jenna Jameson crossing over, like people yeah. know yeah. her. She fits that. Well, type even as well. but even but even like, like that's become the secretariat. Well, right, but even <laughs> but but even Marilyn of Monroe knew to go there. Yes. Because without that, there's no Marilyn Monroe. Sure. But she but was she, inspired by people before her. Right. Who was her inspiration? Uh, Jean Harlow. Jean Harlow, that's is who right. she wanted to be. And also this burlesque dancer, Lily St. Cyr, she loved. See, burlesque. People think it's just like disappeared and wasn't. And like people don't. It's, some people think it just appeared now. It's back. But it's really deep history. Where of do show we go business. see some good burlesque? 
um, the Slipper Room, uh, Galapagos in Brooklyn. Galapagos. I and there's there. like a lot of like, there's a lot of real upscale places. I think the park or something like that. I can't think of them. I've played okay. with burlesque. Oh, Fun. the box. The box is really hard to get into. They have all these like weird performance art things with like bodily fluids and things. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> oh, bodily. Right. Well, first of all, it's called the box. So there, right. that's interesting. That's and off, burlesque. Off, off burlesque. <laughs> exactly. No one's getting paid. No, that's off, off, off a lot of things, yeah. my dude. No doubt. Um, let's get back to this. So you're doing this now. Yes. Is there... A big market for Marilyn Monroe in New York City? Is there? It's, uh, do you have a competition? There's probably like three other women who do it at my level. At you your know? level? Yeah. Then there's like a bunch of women who like get a Halloween costume and they're like, I'll show up at your party for a hundred bucks. But you're the varsity. Yeah. Yeah. So we come and we, we, prob- we do 18. like the, yeah, we do like the same act pretty much because there's this thing called Legends in Concert where mm. it's kind of like it travels around the country and it has this, Big in Vegas. this act and that's where the act comes from. So we, we all pretty much do the same kind of You're thing. You're thinking about killing in them bitches? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thinking no. about uh, taking a bat to any of their knees? Uh, no, you know, we'll t- we'll call each other if we can't make a gig. Hey, can you take this gig oh, for so me? Oh, so it's cordial. Or, it's cordial. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Because there's there's enough to go around. It's not like yeah. it's not like somebody's like taking it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and all of us oh, have... Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> um, but like all of us have other gigs. Like the, this other woman, she teaches dance and she's a couple kids. She doesn't like want to do it all the time. So, oh, okay. you know, and I'm doing my thing, so... But you're making a living, so yeah, right. You can't like that's, you never. That's a good hustle. Yeah, it's a, you gotta hustle. People don't realize this it. is New York, baby. Yeah. Show business is goddamn kooky. Yeah, and you don't know where you're gonna end up. But that's why it pays so much when you get to the other side. That's it. Because but, you have you have wait you have waded through the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, really. You've you've gone through the fire. Yes, and but the thing is, I've always said this. There's millions of people in show business. You're, and I'll go specific to stand-up. There's like thousands in New York City. Oh, yeah. And so many Everybody's a stand-up Everyone's comedian. a stand-up. But not everyone's going to make it to the mountaintop. But what I've said is you're going to find out what you want to do and what you're supposed to be doing well, here's if you're funny. aware in this business. Well, and some the... people end up on the other side as agents, as bookers, as managers, of writers, clubs, writers. as writers, mm-hmm. as directors here's of the television thing. stage. Here's like, the funny thing to me about- This is the beauty about, of this. You find funny, out what you're supposed to do. Here's the funny thing to me do. about that stand-up, though, is it takes about, in my opinion, about two and a half minutes to find out. I can watch a guy who's brand new. You can see the stars quick. Sure. There's no, it's not a matter of. You think so? Oh, yeah. Stars, yes, but there's other people, there's diamonds in the rough, and there's people that if they work hard can become good, and that's good in No, anything. you're going to, you can be good. Yeah. But I'm saying the people that are going to go on, there's no surprises to me in stand up. You can look you at a guy. Saw, well, there's some, but I don't want to say their names out loud on my goddamn like, podcast. If you saw like Chris Rock or, or Louis Clearly. First, first time on stage. Everybody you think I know that said out? that they saw Chris Rock a long time ago said, this guy's got it. What about Louis C.K.? Haven't you seen his old stuff? When he was like a surrealist. But yeah. I mean, when he was, when he was uh, with his, age. I'm saying when he was in his class of comedians, uh-huh. I bet you all of them would say, uh-huh. Louis was really good. His class, in his uh-huh. class, I'm sure the guys that started with him, they would say, Louis, this guy's going to, something's going to happen for you. You don't know when, but it's going to happen. Sure. You know when you watch three, four minutes of a guy on stage in his class, that one. Mm-hmm. You, you can line them all up. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the same, but be like this guy, he's doing something different there. But people, You don't know when it's going right. to happen, but we know. But people have to go through it as long as they're willing to, to find out where they're going to they're gonna go. And, and what I was getting at is, uh, once again, a Chappelle quote that he told Jeffrey Ross. Jeffrey Ross was going to quit doing the roast. And he's like, I don't want to be labeled that. And, and Chappelle, I think, grabbed him and said, stay in your lane. And that's what you end up, we all want a bigger piece of the pie. But why not take some of the smaller pieces now? And and if you make a living doing this, it beats waiting tables. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I get my balls busted. I'm doing warm up now. And I have a buddy who's like, is that all you want to do? No. But if it's all I ever do, I can make a good living for a long fucking time. And maybe that's all I'm supposed to do. How long could you make a living? 
um, I would probably have to stop doing Marilyn around 50. 50? Because, you know, it depends how good I look. for a long time. I think you're going to age well. I'm going to take a wild guess. What? But I think you're going to age well. I have a feeling. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend who still does Marilyn, and she's in her early 50s. Wow. But then then at that point, you know, like this woman, you start doing other characters. If you still want to make a living this way, you do other characters like Joan Rivers. Or Maude. I got one for you. (laughs) Maude. On your 50 first birthday uh, yeah no more blonde wig okay judy garland i or do not judy, judy garland. Or not judy garland i'm going with liza minnelli liza minnelli and then you could start drinking on the job <laughs> all <laughs> fucked up slurring yeah. words yeah. <laughs> the cabaret i don't even know that shit life is a cabaret that, i want 10 percent of your first gig is liza <laughs> minnelli i'm now the agent let me find out the dog is an agent <laughs> i am the See? what what look Stay at that lane. Stay in your you lane. end up where you're supposed <laughs> to be i'm a i'm the new ari gold motherfuckers <laughs> Oh shit! That's what I do's, baby. You gonna be my impersonator it. agent? Do you, yes. uh, do you have one? Uh, I have several that I freelance with. Several freelance, and so they well, get you a job. Now you're freelancing with Lust for Life, right. baby. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I almost got a. Uh, this is how crazy. We can get you out there. I almost okay. got serious. See like, how I said we? Yeah, See how I just yeah. slid Wait, how are you muscling in? <laughs> my team. See how I just slid my myself in there? Team. We can get it popping for you. <laughs> What's this? We? I'm, I'm gonna be like Morgan Freeman in Street Smarts. I'm gonna start smacking people around here. I got an old folks home that wants to see. Judy Garland uh, next week. Do you do other impersonations right now? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. I like a couple years into doing Marilyn. Uh, my agents were like, "Can you do Lady Gaga? We have a lot of requests for her. She's very popular." That's huge now. Yeah. So I worked um, with a midget, or sorry, little person, Lady Gaga, a few months ago. I know her. I know the. Oh, I know her agent. Small world. Yes. Yeah. Well, please, agent. Small yeah. world. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> Once again, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> You do a lot of impersonations. Pretty soon we're going to see her here at stand-up. Yeah. She's going to be a comedian. No. <laughs> you think you're going to impersonate? If you went and watched our ex, could you impersonate our ex? That would Absolutely, be, yeah. Oh, my God. We should do that. We'll bring her on as one of us. I'll take a, a week off. Right. And have Erica play me. I mean, it I'm won't safe. take much of you. Just drink too much caffeine. It's all in the costume. If you is have that the, what it is? Yeah, yeah. If I put on the wig. You got any tall beard. black guy costumes? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't, sir, no. these days? Who doesn't, right? Marshall Mathers does. Oh, too soon. Uh, too soon? No. <laughs> Not soon enough, Not motherfuckers. Holla! So uh, let's say, okay, you need to do Lady Gaga. What do you then, you know, start watching videos and try to get the voice down and all of that? Yep. Is that your first move? Yeah, I look at pictures on Google Image and I try to see, you know, what what costume to get and... I made my Lady Gaga costume. Yeah, I was going to say, for Lady Gaga, the costumes are going to be out there. She had to go to the butcher shop for that (laughs) one. I know I want that one. But no, I bet the problem with her is she changes her costume so many times, her look, so that when I go to bar mitzvah, (laughs) they're like, what are you, 2009 Lady Gaga? (laughs) (laughs) You know where that would work? I love Bar mitzvahs busting the balls. Oh, like, my yeah. good. We they are bar mitzvah care. smashing up in this joint, baby. <laughs> See, if you're a David Bowie impersonator, that works. It's like, oh, you're 1976 right. with a patch over your eye. That's awesome. Right. Like that, but Because Lady Gaga's current and she's, and she just she's dropped, not history yet. She just yet. dropped an album, didn't she? And I hear it's meh. That's what I hear. Oh, okay. I like the single. It's going to be a lot of costumes. Yeah. Could we hear some voices? Not to put you on the spot or anything. Well, okay. Ooh, so it, my Lady Gaga voice is probably not really how she talks, but it's just how I like to do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm Lady Gaga, <laughs> and I would like to say thanks for coming to my show, all you little monsters. Happy 13th Bar Mitzvah, or whatever you call it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. I kind of like that. That's my Lady Gaga. You just got a couple bar more bar mitzvahs yeah. out of that. <laughs> I'm your bar mitzvah agent, I think. Make, I'm going to have a bar mitzvah make, when I find make, out I'm fully Jewish. Make some calls and hook some shit up. Hold on. Dog. You guys finish the rest of the interview. Yeah. He's on the, <laughs> Ari's on the work. He's on his phone already, hooking up some more bar mitzvahs. <laughs> Is it annoying when people ask you to do the impersonations? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're, you're doing what people do to us. Say yeah. something funny. Yeah, say yeah, something funny. That's the most annoying. What if we said Say something funny to you. What if we gave you? I say something funny, and then me? we'll do impressions. What if we were wearing the other the other shoe? Today? I don't. I'm not good at that. So sometimes there are people at like an agent's offices. They're always like, "So tell me about yourself." It's like, what do you mean? And do you have trouble telling about yourself? Yeah, I'm like, I'm an actress. Like, duh. <laughs> That's right. why I'm here. <laughs> You're like, what does it matter? Yeah, right. Like, I have a wig in the bag. Like, Fuck, do you care? What do you want to know? Like, I really don't want to really tell you about myself. <laughs> yeah, That's something that intrigues me though. Like, so. Do you channel 
Maryland or whoever you're impersonating more, like the minute you put on the costume is, is the impression that I'm getting is then you channel them yes. and you become method, right? Yeah. I, when I, I met you, yeah. you talked to me like Marilyn. Well, I was in You're my about costume, to go on. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. With Marilyn, I, I, ch- I try to channel her. I'm like, oh, Marilyn, I'm going on stage. And, you know, I'm her. It's just like a, I kind of just get it in my body. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you introduced yourself as Erica till you were Erica, where the wig was off, the dress was off, and you were in street clothes. I think you were just Marilyn from the jump when I met you. And that was weird for me. I came late to the, We had a party here. For Mike Cannon's podcast, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. And we're going to wrap it up right now. Um, and I show up and there's a girl dressed as Marilyn Monroe. And I'm like, this is crazy. I just played a weird gig <laughs> at a Hiberian Hall in Jersey to Italians. So think about that. Irish Hall. Itali- it was weird. Bunch mm. of fucking lunatics. And then I get here after a long train ride. I just want to get loose and just have drinks and have fun and make <laughs> mistakes. And there's, there's Marilyn. And talking like Marilyn, acting like Marilyn. And I don't know how to talk to Marilyn Monroe. Because you're intimidated because it's like the, the number one woman of all time. And then after it's like, oh, hey, how are you? She's the America. number one woman of all time. Yeah. She is, I'm telling you, she's Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Secretariat, Joe Lewis, and Muhammad Ali of women. Boom. Touchdown. Well, we were coming up with the best guys of all time. Like the smoothest the smoothest. Pimps. Yeah. Yes. So is this the top for your, your, your ladies I list? think that Marilyn is the archetype and is the all-time great. And I think if you have a time machine, Marilyn could scoop up more dudes. And let's be honest, if she wanted women, too. Uh, than anyone else of the female sex. I, I still think it's Marilyn, and I'm going to say Sinatra still to this fucking day. As the guys. As, as the ones who could just pull it off and everyone be drawn to no matter what. They dated. They did date. Yeah. That's a power He dumped her. Wow. He That's what I mean. She was, she was. Holy shit. Yo, bro. That's how she, good Sinatra's but, but life was. She knew was. what she was She doing. knew what she, that's what I mean, bro. She was really like. Right. Yeah. She, she made. Oh my god! Tactical moves in her career. This makes me think that there's some weird, like, like I'm gonna get whatever vulgar from like a president, like a gangbang at the White House. Now, now I'm thinking like the Kennedys and Sinatra. Fucking right. Sammy was there. Joey Bishop. <laughs> now this is fucking. I did not know see, Frank was involved with her. I, I thought Frank see, was staying out of that shit. I don't see this her, is intense. To I don't see her. I really don't see her as like the gangbang type, really, because she was. No, let me let me <laughs> she, tell you. Let me tell you why. Percocets before they were invented. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. That that. There wasn't a lot of pussy being doled out. I'm just saying that she she used it to 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 climb the the, the ladder, bro. You know she what I mean? Did. She then, wasn't fucking just any average Joe. Right. No pun intended. Hey-o. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you like and just that? So you know, she has a famous quote when she signed her. Who did she sign with? MGM? Was she with MGM? Whoever she signed with her pictures, she supposedly said, "That's the last cock I'm ever going to eat." Yeah, after she suck. got the contract. Yeah. See, oh, See, someone that's what I line. mean. <laughs> so she was fucking more along the lines of a Business. of a J Lo. You know what I mean? Like it was it was business moves. It wasn't just hey. I'm thinking like uh, you're, Kim you're Kardashian gonna, though. That, well, totally Ooh. Kardashian. She's the Ola. most recent. But yeah. I just mean, do you know what I mean? Like she used she used her hot pocket like. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Better like, than better than Jim Gaffigan did. That's why she moved to New York because she she wanted to leave all that behind. She was you know she got to a certain point in her career where she was like I don't have to do this anymore. No, I'm right. just saying. But to 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 get where she was going, she yes. there was some 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 thoughts into the guy she was fucking with. Wow. And it, it wasn't she wasn't some just some whore like oh no. let's right. there's going to be a gangbang at the White House. No, not if you don't have a picture deal attached to it. <laughs> right. For you're, real, and just to, uh, you're saying this is in a positive way. She, I'm saying in a she, very positive she do, way. She played yes. the I'm game saying right do not. Yeah, that. I'm saying do not discount this chick's acumen. She wasn't right. some fucking pretty face. Exactly. This was a shrewd businesswoman, and included her panties. Like you're not. I'm not <laughs> fucking some. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Some no no. This isn't a fuck fest. This, it was very business. <laughs> and then look, and then I think that very, was on her panties. I think that said business. this is not a fuck fest. Very. Bi- I'm saying it in. The, I'm saying it in the in a very respectful yeah, yeah, yeah. way. I totally respected her hustle. This is not a fuck she fest. She was gangster. Fest. Adelaide Stevenson, get out of here. Very obscure Democratic, <laughs> 1950s and 60s reference. Yeah, she was about um, her business. What did Adelaide Stevenson do? I forget. Uh, he was what secretary of something, uh, and he is very huge in that uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis. He's very huge in that, but I can't remember because it's been a long time since I saw that movie. Um, we have to wrap it up. Unfortunately, <laughs> Erica's been great. Um, what's next for you? Um, I am writing a movie right now, which I'm going to try to produce. Hotties Word. three. No, it's not hotties. <laughs> How about some like at hotties? That way you can do the Maryland thing. Day nothing. after hotties. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Maryland. It's called um, the Laundry. 
The laundry. The laundry. All right. And um, and I'm working on a music project. Oh yeah. So. Like a band or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm make. I'm putting together a demo. Do you need a bass player? Always. I used to play. Bop, you bop, still bop, play? Bop, bop. I don't have one now, but I mean, I could, I could fuck around, baby. <laughs> okay. I'm like Flea's illegitimate son. <laughs> you could get it popping. Um, please plug away whatever else, uh, websites, whatever you need. Um, booking information. I hope you get more bar mitzvahs. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, so my and website. I'll drop it to 8% now. After mm. now. What? I've dropped my percentage to 8%. 8%. Yes, I am the most lovable agent you'll ever meet. <laughs> 8%. Uh, my, my website is ericasmith.net, and that's Erica with a K. And then my Marilyn website is Marilyn Monroe tributeartist.com. That's the fancy way of saying impersonator. Mm. Ooh, fancy. tribute artist. Yes. I like that. Yeah. I'm a tribute artist. It's dope. A bench. The best of BS on Twitter, but please, please, please check out Stand Up New York Labs. Uh, we got a special promo code again, Lust. Two for one tickets to any of our shows, which we have seven days a week, multiple shows every night. And also check up StandUpNYLabs.com. We got podcasts. We got a whole bunch of shit. We're doing live shows up here with surprise comedy performances. Jump on board, you guys. This is really uh, something special we're doing here. You don't want to miss out. You goddamn right, baby. Like I said, we're like Def Jam in the '80s. We're like Sun Records in the '50s. That's what this is, but with podcasted. Hit me, Laster. John Laster. That's J O N. There's no, there's no H in yeah, my H name. H is for hacks, baby. That's right. J O N L A S T E R. So hit me on Facebook. J O N L A S T E R one on Facebook. Real John Laster on Twitter. Real John Laster on Instagram. Um, I need to get my YouTube shit popping. Hit me up on Real John Laster. Yeah, I'm trying to get my viral sensationalism going. And I'm always here at Stand Up. You got damn right. So come here. We're the best shows on on Earth. And I'm grateful to be here at uh, Lust for Life. Jesus loves (laughs) y'all. Thank you. Uncle Matter. Two fingers, Uncle baby. Billy, baby. Yeah, Uncle Billy. What's of good, course, Tevin? you can find me at Fake John Laster. I'm going to do that just to fight you. Uh, at Mad Dog Matter, Twitter, Facebook, Mad Dog Matter. Um, keep supporting us, spreading the word. Um, a lot of people are listening. We thank you so much. I can't convey that enough. Um, keep being you, everyone out there, man. It's the power of the individual. That's what this show's about, man. The celebration of it. Left of the dial, be who the fuck you is. Uh, hit me up with messages, concerns, questions, other people you think should be on the show. If that's you, come on down, baby. Um, this has been a pleasure. Erica, keep rocking, thank baby you. girl. Thank Thanks for coming. You. Very yes, awesome. Thank you for and I'll be, I'm going to say this. You're so beautiful. I think we were intimidated the first 10 minutes. It's the first time we all were like looking at each other for a minute because yeah. I was like, wow, this is like a lot of pressure. This is like Aww. trying to impress the cute girl in high school at the lunch table, Aww. I think. I was horrible. Thank you. You all rocked. We all fucking was, made it happen. I was horrible. Because we is the I best. That's why I learned to play basketball. Baby, we're all a bunch of bread hearts. We're the best there is, best there was, Damn best skippy. there ever will be. Till next time. Lust for life. Oh, Johnny Fatigate, mad love. Thank you. We ran over. It's okay. Nickname, we love nickname. you. Uh, Johnny, oh, John, Minnesota Fatigate. That is his nickname. He's Minnesota, baby. That's his name. Uh, Super Tramp in the booth. Love you, brother. Uh, Midnight Express is somewhere else, man, handling business. Mad love to everyone here at Stand of New York. Mad love to cousin Nick for the artwork. That's that's Uncle Mattern's son, Nick. He does the goddamn artwork. That's mad love to Timothy about. Styles, a.k.a. T.J. Fogarty. And who am I forgetting? Big baby Jesus. Oh, dirty bastard. We miss you. I don't know why I went there. Mad love to Maryland. Mad love to the original Candle in the Wind, not the sequel. Till next time, we're all worth a million in prizes. Out, baby. Out, baby.